Welcome to the first episode of 2021, people. Oh my god, a new year, the same shitty podcast. Yes, speaking, speaking of, of which, which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Welcome to the podcast. What is Every Monday up? we come to you. <laughs> You come to us, and you yeah, you click play, but we'll we'll be there for you. We're we're consistent, if anything. Yeah, consistently, consistent below par, below average. So welcome back. Welcome. By the way, thank y'all to home. Thank y'all. Um. Yeah, it was rough time. You um, loved it. Oh no! Obviously, I loved it. You thrived. I thrived. However, everyone. Our AC is out again, and not just the AC, the central air is out completely. Like, there is no airflow in this house. Which means that since the moment I got home, um, the, all of the windows in the house have been open. Because I can't take that shit. Um, I'm Luckily, not a stuffy it's been a queen. beautiful day. It's been so nice. Like, it's been beautiful weather. It's like 60 and breezy, slight, like, I don't want to say chill, it's getting it's there's a slight chill in the air now like the sun mm-hmm. has set but it's still like maybe did just you guys call 60. and get this fixed yet no <laughs> i'm kind of thriving <laughs> but i will it's I gonna will. be 90 tomorrow i'm gonna work uh i work tomorrow so wait do i yeah i work tomorrow so i'll do it while i'm at my desk i'll, I'll contact the landlord and, and handle it but um it's not like when it went out in the dead of florida summer that i want to go back and listen to that episode unacceptable i think that I episode was, we just sat there and screamed for a whole hour so angry i so do angry. not do well in the heat in the stuffy humid like and that was my biggest fear you can every time we bring it up like in a podcast i was like i don't do well in the heat i'm a little worried we're living in florida what like, if the ac goes what out if the AC, and literally i was just like no like, I was just, I, I was not happy. I was not a happy queen. So, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't believe you didn't cast, like, a cold spell on the house, and then you made us all suffer because you weren't willing I to... I did not have the brain capacity. <laughs> I was like Tinkerbell, where I could only feel one emotion at one time, and it was just pure, <laughs> pure rage. rage. <laughs> I didn't have time to cast no spells because I couldn't think of anything other than, like, violence. Violence? <laughs> like... Yeah, I've been getting like super, super into, I mean, I kind of have always had an interest in it. I just haven't put like a bunch of my focus on it by like kitchen witchery. And there's things that like I like to incorporate in every meal, like just even if it's little, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a little love into this or whatever, you know, just it, it's never been like something... we were talking about the Krabby Patty last episode where yes! SpongeBob made the Krabby Patty also, with love. We need to continue to ask people questions because I loved seeing what people put down for their answers of to like what Sorry, let me back up. Last episode, we asked people because we brought it up. What was one thing? food or drink from a tv show movie or book that you would love to like taste and people answered in the comments on my youtube channel where i posted this episode last episode and people were saying things like willy wonka people were saying things like um i think someone said something for someone like, agreed the feasts with you about from Hook, harry potter the yeah. Feast from harry potter yeah um, there was just really cool answers and i liked seeing those so we'll have to think of a question to ask people again for this episode but um yeah. So, I... how's your spirituality been? Why? <laughs> Why is yours not going well? <laughs> um, no, mine's been like on an, a huge uptick. Whoa. Like, okay, well, let's talk days. about yours first then, because I have a weird answer to this. 
Okay, so uh, I go through like huge dry spells, and like yeah. when I mean dry I- spells, I mean I'll go like two months with no progress, no nothing, no inspiration. I'll, like you might no read things, yeah, but I'll it's read not things, like, and I'll like, yeah, it's not clicking. <laughs> I'll pray to daddy in the sky. Yeah. You know how I do. We love that. Uh, but like, I won't feel anything. And then I'll be. <laughs> Just imagining you, Skylar, grown ass man. Dear daddy. Dear daddy. <laughs> so, but recently I've been on another. Uh, I pray to mommy, but that's good. Oh. It's <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, Mommies. my spirituality sometimes when things start to hit rock bottom, and I'm like, wait, maybe am I gonna, am I an atheist suddenly? Like, do I believe what? in nothing? Okay, I don't ever go there. Sometimes I go there. I'll, okay. be, I'll be like, is anything real? Okay, you know, yeah, and I then, think that's healthy though. Yeah, it, it keeps me uh, yeah. pondering things. Uh-huh. But when when things start to hit that rock bottom, that's when I turn back to audiobooks. And, oh, like, go, okay. Like all the spiritual audiobooks that I got. Like okay. right now, I'm reading or listening to like "Learning to Walk in the Dark" by Barbara Brown Taylor, and okay. it is so Sounds boring. <laughs> it is a little boring, okay. <laughs> but it's also so good. It's just about the spirituality of darkness and the spirituality, like the the metaphors queen. of night versus day, and the metaphor of tough times. Basically. Like what well, if you're it going like a shadow workbook. Kind of, but it's definitely like a Christian perspective. Oh, okay. So like they would never use that word oh, because it's like associated with the occult. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I'm triggered now. <laughs> she's she basically talks about how like let's say you're going through the dark night of the soul, uh-huh. right? Or if you're going through a dark time. Okay. Like darkness is inherently associated with tough times. Uh-huh. And that's just an innately human feature in a lot of cultures, right? Yeah. Darkness is associated with something tough. Okay. And I don't know. She just like is like blowing open all these strange doors for me about. Uh-huh. It's not even like that. I'm interested in the dark versus light discussion. It's yeah. that I'm interested in. I don't know something about it activated something else within me. Yeah, and like it split off like another path, like a little inspiration. But it was an inspiration yeah. for me thinking about other things. And I really liked the idea that darkness isn't something that you necessarily need to just like trudge through yeah like run into it all brave she said you can practice like running in the dark you can practice stepping onto like a dark front porch right instead of going straight out into the field Mm -hmm. and i liked that idea of when things are overwhelming and scary it's not that you necessarily just need bravado and to run out into it you can you feel free to map something out as best as you can you know i don't know just like the way that she was really putting it forward was just ways that i don't you know she just was really expanding the metaphor in a way i had never really seen before cool and so i was like really digging it that's awesome so yeah everyone would really recommend that book if you if you're not scared of like bible-y stuff um it's not like crazy or anything she's not like i hate gays obviously because i would be reading it but yeah it's like obviously very metaphysical yeah and we've, d- i mean we've we've if you're new to this definitely you might be confused i mean the title of this is speaking of which but we like we cover all realms of spirituality and mm-hmm. um magic of any kind and we do tarot and astrology and skylar so, reads a ton of christian mysticism books. yeah skylar's just really tapped back like into love, in the last last year in the I last think. year so i just love jesus <laughs> like <laughs> And that is, you're right, and I love that for you. 
And I, I have, I, I have nothing against any of it. I just, it's he not loves you too. for me to like <laughs> focus on, but I'm like, also not like it's bullshit. You know, I just, mm-hmm. it's not, it hasn't piqued my interest really ever in my life. I, I did focus a little bit when I had to go and tried to be on this. I told that story, right? Where I was just in catechism just so I could like be on the basketball team <laughs> in middle school. I was like, I really want to come to Jesus. Yeah. And my dad was like, is it because you, sure? you only can because you can be on the church basketball team with your friends? And I was like, no, no. I really, really want to really find, find God. <laughs> okay, I'm like sweating in this hoodie, but I know I'll be cold again in 10 minutes. Oh, it's such a rough life for you. Anyways, um, well, that's good. I'm really glad that your spirituality has been... Mm-hmm. On an uphill. It's been on an up. On Mine an up up. has been on a rocky fucking plateau for a while. Like, I wouldn't say I'm in a slump. I just, I don't know. I, when we first moved here, I feel like my spirituality definitely had like a new, like a veil had been lifted and I had a, it was a different side of my spirituality because I was still dealing with all of the same things, just different climate, different mentality, different. It was a new energy and um, exploring a lot of things. But I feel like I took this whole last year as a major like step back, not step back, but like uh, introspective spirituality instead of which like, was ironic because you would think in the sun it would be more outward. Yeah, no, it was me. And I. it's so weird. I, I guess I should have saw that coming because that's how I am in um, Michigan where the summers would happen and I would not want to go outside. I would not want to do anything. Like, I don't like to go out in the sun. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> like, there's, I mean, obviously if I had to, I was like, oh, wow, it's really nice out. Like, I would enjoy it. Like, if there was a function or a barbecue or like you know, some sort of bonfire. Yeah, exactly. Remember barbecues? No, not to say that I am doing that, but like, you know, in the past, growing up, living in Michigan and stuff, I just, I I wouldn't want to go outside in the the summer. I hermited in the summer more than I did anything. And I feel like in the winter, in the spring, and in the uh, fall is when I, we were still inside more than we were outside, but I felt more expressive and extroverted and i've talked about that before too where like i don't know if it's something to do with my taurus moon or the way that my mind gets distracted but like on rainy days and cloudy days and gloomy days or snowy days like it feels like a part of the world is kind of clicked down a notch so i feel calmer and i feel like i have I know this space sounds, to open up yeah like i just feel like when the world isn't on high vibe sun I have more room to like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain. Somebody, somebody diagnose whatever <laughs> that, that is. Actually, please don't diagnose me. I will yeah, freak out. No. But um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Taurus moon vibes. So like knowing what you know about that, how do you use it to your advantage, if at all? Or do you just succumb to the waves? Well, um, I've definitely... I've definitely taken a step back from posting the way that I have posted like on YouTube and on Instagram and things like that, but it, it's not meant to be forever. I'm just trying to feel feel it out and do what like feels right. And I can feel myself coming back to like a 
like new inspiration of like content creating and wanting to connect and wanting to do live streams and wanting to do things. Um, and I've kind of felt that way since like the end of November, early December, but because we were planning going on a trip and yada, yada, like I couldn't really do anything about it. And it's like keeps building. So I'm, I'm really like hopeful that that will get me back to a spot because I feel like my spirituality needs conversations with other people other than just you. <laughs> and I feel, I feel that. like that was a big part of why my spirituality and like my my path, my craft was so like inspiring and like outward because I was able to You're like getting that knockback. Yeah, that. I felt like even if people didn't comment on a video or something like me knowing that other people were watching it and then I could go watch their videos like it just there's something about that that just really works for me. Um, but I don't know. I just, my spirituality feels totally different in Florida. Like not good, not bad, just different. Do you think it's changed forever in any way? Like, is there something about Florida that has in like come into your life that you don't think you don't foresee leaving anytime soon? I feel like I really stepped into color magic being here, but I don't know if it was Florida itself or if it was just the time off in the um you know quarantine and all of that where i got the time to like actually experiment with that kind of stuff um but yeah i really haven't been working with deity or my spirit guides in the same way as i did in in when we lived in the northern part of the u.s i i feel like spirit is less connect i feel less connected to spirit in not that i'm completely disconnected but it's a different way and i've had to try to adapt and maybe we just haven't been here long enough for me to be like would you feel like if you were to stay in a warmer climate that you would, you would have to find new yeah spirits to connect with maybe and like I, oh, leave no. the old ones behind not the old no. ones but how would you I call them forth i don't know that's a good question because i don't know if i necessarily always call spirit forth a lot of the times they just come a knocking and I'm like either ready or not. I'm a demanding um, bitch. Yeah. I just, yeah, I use my spirit guides and I don't, I, I don't want to say use, like I <laughs> use I, and abuse, huh? I like, I am actively communicating with my main spirit guide when I do readings. That's for sure. Um, but other than that, like I've just had a hard time with, not even a hard time. It's just like I'm trying to go with the flow and do what feels right. I'm not going to force it. And right now that that's just not a part of my practice that feels like it's mm-hmm. like working. I don't have any want or need to like play with herbs or make tinctures or anything like that like I did in Michigan. Um, like I used to love making like essential oil blends and things like that. And um, I don't really have any want or need to do that here. Um yeah, I don't know. Just like build a sandcastle or something. Yeah, I don't know right? what the hell you're going to do here. No, I like doing just more basic things. Like I just like sitting down and do, pulling a card and then making like a little watercolor for it. And then whatever happens, happens. Or um, yeah. There's a practice like that. that's like entered my... Astrology is like at the forefront right now anyways. And oh, that yeah. is a part of my spiritual yeah, practice. totally deep diving into that. And I feel mm-hmm. like that translates into spirituality. Something that I've been it doing is that is like very wholesome Yeah. for me is when I go to sleep at night. When I go to sleep at night. Um, 
Like, uh, so, like, you know, like, the old, like, Genesis story of, like, Earth is created in six days, and then on, se- on the seventh day, there's, like, rest, right? Okay. So now, at the end of every day, when I'm going to sleep, I get as comfortable as I can, okay. right? And I just, like, let that comfort wash over me, right? Okay. And I just, for a moment, think, I'm so comfortable right now. And then I invite, like, God to come rest with me. To just come rest, you Cute. know? And, like, for me, it do feels... Do you guys, like, do it? We cuddle. <laughs> God cuddles me to sleep. God cuddles me. Ugh. Okay, obviously we're not cuddling because he needs his space. <laughs> Wait, he's he needs his me, space or you need his space? He's told me multiple times. It sounds I'm like you need clingy. your space. <laughs> No, but something about it is, okay, so, like, you know, like, when you're doing regular spirituality, or, like, you know, like, when you're doing more outward or overt, uh-huh. you know, and you're, like, working with something and building up the yeah. energy, it's such a different relationship than when you're just inviting God to come rest with you, and just, I don't know, in my mind, it's, like, coming to, like, resting in creation, you know, okay. like, just, like, these really big metaphors, yeah, and something about the cosmic bigness of yeah. creation resting, yeah. it just puts me right to sleep, and then I just, I... Something s- about, like, any euphoric, eternal spirit, yes. manly being cuddling you is what really does it, huh? It also is comforting, yeah. you know, and I, I see... I think my problem with that is that I don't see God as male, <laughs> I, so it's not so, that I, male pronouns okay. are what I use because okay. they make the most sense for me. Okay. But it's not that I believe that God has any sort of gender. That okay. doesn't make any sense to me. But I also don't feel comfortable calling God them or okay. it or spirit necessarily. Because in my mind, God is God. And then the descriptor is he. But I don't believe that that's he as in masculine. It's just the descriptor, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I'm just... I, that does make sense. And I'm not, I'm, I don't want to... I'm not making you wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, like, that doesn't sit right. Would it be weird if, like, it's she mostly, came to cuddle you, though? Yeah, it would be too right. I feel like you'd, be, you'd be God's big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> She's God's big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she big spoons goddess. I'm um, definitely little spoon. <laughs> I don't, I think too. Like I'm reading um, when God was a woman by Marilyn or Merlin Stone. I mm-hmm. think Marilyn Merlin Stone, and there's it's. I feel like I feel like it's it's a really good read. It's kind of a hard read to start to get into. Like I'm having a hard time getting like even more than halfway through it just because. Is it's it like, like ancient goddesses or? It's basically the history of. Excuse me, I'm gonna burp. <laughs> okay, who that one I wasn't sure what was gonna turn into, so I needed to I keep it to myself. Throw up on the I table. might have. I had to like really work with that one. Um it's basically the history of how um you know in his like people used to worship goddess and goddess energy and that the female was it was she. She was the pronoun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't the pronoun in over time, you know, how that has changed over history and examples of ancient uh societies and like things that they have found like archaeologists or historians and things like that and how they have found it just like it gives you a whole bunch of examples like that Mm -hmm. and breaks breaks it down um and it's it's kind of a hard read not to be i maybe it picks up dense it's dense yeah it's dense for i I think it was more dense so it's like a history book not like an inspirational book 
so far, I, I maybe it switches gears. Um, right now, I'm still in like a lot of like the beginning of. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm like maybe halfway through. So there's a possibility that it could shift, uh, but I don't see it. Like, I think it's very like dense, like history based and example heavy of like, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. There, but there's parts in there that have made me go like <laughs> very much into like burn the bra, free the nip, <laughs> like. The patriarchy is fucking okay, well, that's like already me daily. burn the fucking patriarchy. So like I don't know, I just I, don't, I yeah, and I guess I was definitely raised in a family that had very spiritual roots, but like were very much about Mother Earth mm-hmm. and like Gaia and like goddess was more important so like we're all talking about the same thing like god goddess he she they whatever but for some reason saying god he triggers me like i just because i just feel like it's over time been changed uh because the patriarchy can fucking suck my nut like that's all i have to say about it yeah i totally see that on the flip side though especially when you want to Especially if you're looking at something like Catholicism. Yeah. Something, the Holy Spirit is female. You yeah. know, like the Holy Spirit, like the original Hebrew noun is, right. is female. Right. So like the part that you feel is, part you feel is woman, you know? So or why, like Mother Mary. Why, yeah, but why, why do I feel more comfortable. He? Yeah, I, but not even just you. Not just me, but like in general. Like in general, do you God think is there, he. Do you think that there's an astrological link to this? Like, okay, on the... That's a good question. So say off the top of your head, masculine or feminine, what I'm about to say to you. Okay. Age of Aquarius. Oh, that's neither. (laughs) Okay, but that's, yeah, that's neither. Love it. uh, And we just, what, left? Age of Pisces? Okay, this is, you're you're bringing, what are you trying to go, because you're bringing up another debate that like is controversial, but go ahead. What are you, what are you getting at? So, like, the different ages that we, as humans, have been going through for thousands of years okay. have, like, influence on the way that we see gendered aspects of God, right? Or yeah, potentially. Yeah, one could say this is a deep conversation. What, okay, so you're just well, saying speaking that of which is now... no stranger to deep conversations. No, it's not, but, like, I feel like we're getting, like, you want to make a point and we're about to, like... I'm not making any points, I'm oh, just okay. giving our audience members something that they can Google, food for thought, you know? <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but why did you have me name the gender? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I was just seeing, like, off the top of your head, if you had something, uh-huh. like, intuitively assigned okay. to Age of Aquarius, right? So what's what makes it difficult is there's technically genders for each sign, but it's mm-hmm. not the gender that we think is gender just like energies right yeah it's more so like a yin and yang energy type thing like like you start at aries aries masculine taurus female then you go every other for all of the signs so technically each sign has um a female or male designation to it but again it's not it's not like male or female in the sense that i think most people know um, it just has to do with like the energy that they are. One is more outwardly, one is more forward, one is more go out and get, and one is like sit and attract, one is more, mm-hmm. you know, internal, things like that. Um, so when you say that, like, yeah, technically each of the signs have 
been designated, but it's not, again, it's not like, I don't know. You see what I'm saying though? Like, I wonder what astrology's impact is on the development of God in society. That could be a whole book. That could be a book. That's really interesting. I don't think the fact that people say him or he, God, as their normal pronoun to describe God has to do with astrology. I definitely feel like it has to do a lot with just patriarchal influences over the history Mm -hmm. of religion. And that's fine. Like, that's just where it is. Again, it's like, it doesn't make it bad or wrong. It's just, I don't know. No, I see what you're and saying. I, and I get why you'd feel more comfortable saying that, too, because that is, like, the history of it as far as you know. Like, it, God is he or him as oh, far yeah, like as in you my say it. Yeah, like... But, but also, I feel like with, my, like, my sexuality, right? Like, yeah, I just identify exactly. with men. Exactly. And, like, male energy is big yeah. dick yeah. energy. Love, okay. Which we're not saying in 2021, apparently. I'm not sure. Is that canceled? I, I think so. I okay. need to double check... But it might be. <laughs> it might be canceled. Big dick energy might be canceled. Regular penis energy. Somebody tell us what we're supposed to say now. <laughs> um, big clit? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is big tit energy. Big tit. <laughs> uh, that was the post. It said you would never say big tit energy. And it's like, well, why not? You know? So come on. Let's just. So we're making a big tit energy. Big tit energy. Let's just do our own thing. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> so, Okay. It's me. It's nighttime. I'm cuddling with God, right? He's coming to rest with me. And there's something really beautiful to me about, like, there's no pressure, right? It's just resting in the oneness of the universe. And there's no expectations. I like that. But if you were to do something like that, if you were to imagine, like, Yeah, it's called masturbating. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Davies. They're like marionettes, and when you push the button underneath, they like fall and crumble, and then when you let them go, they like spring back up. And you I let go of the string. When I said that, the button was pushed, and Skylar just crumbled. I feel like when I, I feel like when, when I jerk it, Stop. when I jerk it, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like God doesn't gaze upon me. I lose Wait, favor in his you... sight. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Oh, okay. Wait, you don't want him there, like, helping you with it? No, I... Oh, you're ashamed. It's, it's, it's not so much shame that I'm more like, Dad, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> but he's with you and around you all the time. <laughs> in those moments, I... <laughs> He, he turns his graces apart from me. Okay. All right. See, when I do it, the goddess is like, good job. Good job. So, you get it. So Connect to us. So say, I like that better. Let's say after you're done. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> you're resting finally, hopefully. I don't know. You're a Gemini. You're probably back on your phone for a few minutes. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's no way you're just going to sleep. (laughs) So you're back on your phone and then you're done and then now you're going to sleep. Oh, okay. You're calling in. Yeah. Calling in God to come rest with you. Goddess. Goddess. Thank you. Is there no want or need? It's not that that I'm saying like what is the gender assigned to it, but what is, 
if you were to experience something like that, what would you feel like that would feel like to you? Like, do you understand my question? There, what would that look like for you? There's no gender. There's no gender. It's just energy. It just... Yeah, how would you explain it? Um... <clears throat> Is it something that washes over you? It is doesn't it- necessarily it doesn't necessarily feel to me like if I were to if I were to do or explain what you seem to be explaining. It's not like I invite energy or oneness to me. It's it's that I <clears throat> allow myself to connect with what's already there and around me and like I invite myself to connect to it and go to it or mm-hmm. to open up to it. So I find this a lot when I'm like semi or like totally trying to astral project, which I find (laughs) myself doing a lot more lately, um, especially like before bed. And it normally either helps me go to sleep or I do feel like a slight. I feel like it's not a really great time to try and astral project for me because I'm like just half assing it. Um, But I'm already laying down. I'm already comfortable. So it's like, oh, my God, actually, where do you go? awake. Oh, all over. Like the pyramids? Like where <laughs> do you go to real places? So I haven't actually been able to be super successful at it lately because of the fact that like I'm I'm half assing it and I'm like kind of supposed to be going to sleep. And I'm I'm always like, oh well, let me just see if I can. So a lot of the times it doesn't feel like I actually am totally successful. It's like if you've ever astral projected, whether you were trying to or not, there's this like in-between stage that feels like you're underneath a moving train and it's like your soul and your energy is like being ripped but not really ripped like it's like this super intense loud like vibratory like sensation but most of the time I don't even get there I'm just like it feels like a pull it almost feels like I'm hovering right above my body like the liminal space correct And so I don't, and then I get like either super excited because it's about to work or I just get tired and I fall asleep. So (laughs) So, when when you talk about astral projection, do you think, like, do you feel like you are actually leaving um, in some way? Like, do you feel like one part of you is actually leaving your body and going somewhere else? If you were to explain it in... Like a human way. <laughs> yes. Not an iguana way. But yes, like, human. But like, okay. What I I don't feel. Oh god. Or is this because is so meta. Or, or is this it because is so everything is one? Nothing's ever separate ever exactly, at all. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like in a human way, yes. Technically, I feel like I'm leaving. But if I were to explain it in the most meta way possible, it would be like, no, I'm just like becoming bigger than what you are. I'm just like. I'm stepping out of a singular space in this physical realm and I'm into a bigger opening myself to either other layers or all of the layers at once or I guess that would be like an easy way to explain it and that's why I don't feel like even when I'm not astral projecting if I were to explain what you're explaining it doesn't feel like I'm like daddy come to me. Take me to bed. <laughs> it's more so like I lay there and I want to let go of the physical layer that we're in. And I want to join or to like mm-hmm. f- make more fluid the other layers of 
energy that I can access. Well, that's because you're definitely more masculine <laughs> out there, but I feel like I'm more like my soul is more it's feminine. It's more feminine. That's interesting that we literally just said my I am more masculine. I am more of you're gonna chase, we, I mean you're we gonna all chase know. down God and make him cuddle you. <laughs> Goddess, where are you? If you don't come to me, I will find you. <laughs> See, that's very ma- like I don't know what other words to use at this point in my journey. Right. I mean, okay, I, I think masculine and feminine for let's just let's just go there for now because I mm-hmm. it's not about the we'll gender. It's about it. yeah. It's about the energy of the yin and the yang again. I I feel like there is outward and inward energy and both need mm-hmm. to be balanced. And some people are more heavy on one side or the other, and that's fine. And some are pretty balanced, and I love that for you. I wish I was more feminine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm definitely a go out and get bitch. um, And I will, I do see it that way. I don't see, like, I call, I I feel that same way about spirit, too. Even when I'm saying, like, I call forth or I'm calling upon or I'm asking to speak with spirit or my spirit guides or deity or anything like that, I don't necessarily feel like I call them to me. It's almost like I'm calling myself to them. Like, I meet them where they are. (laughs) It's so weird. I don't know. I guess I've never tried to explain that before. That's interesting. I just... I. I'm the type of person that's like, I hope I'm not bothering you. <laughs> if I'm not, so feel free to come over. I'll I'm pour more you a glass of, a, of wine like made of your own blood. It's breaking fine. down like my own walls and barriers. And then because I I feel like you and I have very similar ideas about like the oneness of the universe. I agree. But the way that we tap into that is different. Completely different. Like for me, it's more the oneness is on the outside and it only takes me opening up for it to spill in. And then maybe for you, like, when like you open it up, you is, spill out. I feel like the oneness is in me and I have to open it. Like You have to open and spill out? Yeah, I don't... Uh, I know what you're saying. Maybe that's not the right way to describe it. But like, I, yeah, we do have very similar ideas and beliefs. You but, penetrate spirit, I get penetrated. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> I'm definitely the top. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I I never really thought about it that way. But I'm a fucking genius. We we definitely have, and that's like fundamental. Like our core beliefs about just life and energy and all of that. Like take all of like religious or educational or anything. Like I know you and I are on the same fucking page. But we are reading completely different books. Like, mm. you know, and, and that's what I like about... It's the metaphors that we put around God, goddess, that are different. Yeah, I and just the know. way that we choose to, like, see spirituality is the same sort of way. Like, we are very educational-based. Like, we... Mercurial. Like, we are very mercurial, and we really like reading new things, listening to new things, talking through ideas and just beliefs and i think that that's part of the reason why we're like so cute and so close um but we're not also those kind of people that are out there like preaching to others like we like conversation and we have a podcast but we're Mm -hmm. not sitting here like you know we just approach our spirituality in the same ways even if we don't focus on the same things so 
you love daddy. I love Mommy. goddess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all the same shit, different day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so what? About- have you asked? Have we talked? We've had to talk about astral projection before. I know that I've talked you've about talked it. You've talked about astral projection, like you've mentioned it, but you've never gone into de- detail about how you believe it works, where you think you go, how you do it. I think it. we have because I think that I talked about the instance in which I was like in the top corner of the room of this like basement of this guy that I was like meditating. Like he was. Oh like, yeah, you like, did share that story. I think I share this. I think I've shared a few astral projection stories, but. I don't remember what you've said about astral. Like, have you, to your knowledge, ever projected, like, astral projected? Like, you joke about it off. You're like, I left, I left my, my body. body. <laughs> so, I, when I was, when I was younger. <laughs> when I was younger, when I was baptized. Uh, when I was, like, maybe, like, in high school, in, like, maybe eighth and ninth grade, I, yeah. I was reading books about astral projection, and I tried it at that point in my life. Not much success, but I feel like I got close, like as close as these books were selling. I was going, uh-huh. like, I know what you're talking about the, by that vibrating feeling. Yeah, of, or like that, like intense pulling. Like, like it the, feels like there's uh, like a pulling. For me, I I think it manifested as like heat, okay. like heat in my head or okay. something. Anyways, I, I never successfully like flew anywhere or like was able to like leave and be like, where am I going to go? Okay, you you're know? not Peter Pan. <laughs> well, that's the goal. <laughs> But Mood. no. But now that we've had this conversation, I'm gonna try tonight. Like once I get into bed, get comfy, get my cuddles. Ask um, God to help ask you God astral to help project. Me astral project and be like, I'm just. Can I do this? Like, is this something I'm able to do? Like, yeah. Do I have the uh, concentration? I don't suggest approaching it that way. I'm going for it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. If you're starting off trying to astral project, asking I yourself. Lied. I'm going to fly to the moon. If you're literally <laughs> laying there and like actually trying to astral project out of nowhere for the first time and your first thought is, am I even able to do this? <laughs> do I have the concentration? I'm going to tell you it's probably not going to be successful. Watch me fly a Okay, I'm just saying like way. you do you, but I've been a rebel since day one. What can I say? <laughs> That's going. We should have been rebel so witch. Well. Yeah, you're <laughs> such a rebel, I'm a rebel. Skyler. <laughs> Are you the biggest square? Not, not like other girls. <laughs> not like other girls. He's not at the mall. He doesn't like pizza. Everybody name what that's from. Come on, you've got to have some 90s people in here. 80s maybe even. <clears throat> he doesn't play volleyball. I have no idea what you're talking about. I can't. All right. It's from Dream Phone. Have you ever played that game? Dream Phone? Yes. It's like this board and there was like guys all around it. And each there was like five guys per different like places. And they had different outfits on. They were doing different things in the picture. So like there was like a movie theater and there'd be like four to five guys in the movie theater. And like one would be eating a pizza. One would be holding like a hat. One would be like having popcorn. And like you had this big dream phone and you had to like, I guess it was sort of like clue where it was like process of elimination. And you had to like ask questions or like then you had to dial the phone and you'd be like, who likes you? You know, like you had to figure out who likes you. Imagine and you then, playing this by yourself for hours. I literally did. And then there would get a phone call. You had to answer it. And then like it, like a voice would come on and be like, he's not at the beach. 
and then you were the only one that could hear it and then you got to write on your pad and paper and like look at the names of the guys that were at the beach and like cross them out like okay none of these guys like me (laughs) (laughs) so this would be be my phone call he doesn't like pizza we'd be playing the game right and there'd be a phone call and i'd be like oh my god it's my turn i answer he's not on the board (laughs) (laughs) nobody likes you You're going to need to get the expansion pack. My brother and I played that a lot because it was, like, one of the only board games that, like, was fun and interactive. And, like, we had these neighbor girls that would play with me a lot. And then we also had Mall Madness, which my brother definitely did play. If you want an adrenaline high, you play Mall Madness. I fucking want that game so bad again. Like, anybody who has Mall Madness that doesn't play it, please send it to me. I will pay you. I want it. Like, please. Basically, it was a fucking mall. Like, there was, like, tiers to it. And you had to, like, you know, go into different shops and buy certain things. And get. And then there'd be, like, all of a sudden there'd be an announcement. And it would be, like, there's a sale at the shoe store. There's a clearance at the boutique. And then you had these signs. And every so often when, like, the mall would make an announcement, you had to put the sale signs and the clearance signs and so you would like race to go to these stores to be able to buy the certain things. And sometimes it just worked out to where you were like at the store next door. And then the sale would come up and be like, there's a clearance in the pet store. And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm right next to the pet store. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that sale. I'm going to get that clearance. Is this just a game about capitalism? Absolutely. And I loved it. I loved it. Um, and my brother loved it too. So. Was the goal to just accumulate the most things? I think so. I can't actually remember. <laughs> I just remember the rush wow, of like, was... of like, oh my god, shh, shh, shh. The mall's making an announcement. Okay, everyone, grab your sign. You do the sale. I'll do the clearance. There's a clearance at the game store. Okay, I found it. I found it. I found it. You know, like I just that loved it. That sounds like anybody else training. play those games? It absolutely was. Please <laughs> let me know in the comments of the YouTube video, or send us a voice note, or message us on Instagram. However you want to connect with us, but like those games, those games. He's not at the arcade. I don't think there was an arcade. I think there was like a beach, the movies. I, like I get that. another phone call. And then, He's not So cute. there was like, there was, <laughs> there was like these cards and they had phone numbers on them and there was a guy's name and like a picture. So it'd be like Kyle and then a phone number and you had to like dial oh, Kyle. Kyle to see if Kyle was the one that likes you. And then he'd be like, I don't know. What was the one thing that he would say? Like if no one had a clue, like the guys would say like, I don't know. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Something stupid. Why does and that then, sound like so and then much if you, fun? And then if you got it right, like if you get, if you called the right number, you'd be like, you're right. I do like you or something like that. And you're like, oh my God, Steven likes me. Look, then what? You take the cutout to Please the look up this fucking game. Like, I will. It's magic. Dream phone. <laughs> <laughs> So, where are we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're in Florida, and we've been podcasting for 45 minutes. Do you want to pull, like, some tarot cards or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as I'm, so, uh, as I'm, like, leveling up with my spirituality, yeah. like I always am. Dicking God at night. <laughs> Dicking God at Taking night. Taking a God dick at night, I should say. <laughs> 
That's gross. I love that for you. Um, what's just uh, some like words of encouragement for a seven of wands? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. No, go ahead. What? No, just some like words of encouragement from the universe as I am on this upward trajectory. Oh, you want me to pull a card for you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then seven of wands. It's <laughs> literally what flew out when you were asking me that question. Mm. <laughs> Remember when I said the marionette fell? <laughs> Energetically, he just did that again. <laughs> so, uh, interpret that. What? Some words of encouragement. There's a spider down here. Interesting. Um. <clears throat> I feel like maybe it's partly me. But maybe it's just in general, like the fact, like you're really open and you're very confident when you talk about your spirituality. But I do feel like because you're integrated in more of an occult spiritual like space that it might be difficult to feel like you can fully express your ways and your teaching and your beliefs about about how you're approaching, you know, biblical like like deep dives and things like that and i feel like because there's a lot of there's a lot that you know christianity or catholicism or just you know Mm -hmm. biblical teachings and spirituality has like damaged on the occult that i feel like there is probably like this defensiveness that might need to be looked at explored to feel like you can truly like because i feel like it's almost like you like a getaway like you feel like you kind of like seclude into this spiritual space Mm -hmm. and then when you have to incorporate it into the other things that you like then it might feel like it's like a separate mm -hmm. section i feel defensive kind of sometimes on the behalf of others because i know how much Christianity has harmed other people. Right. Right. And I, yeah. Uh, and for me, like the more I get into it and like the more, uh, it kind of becomes part of like my daily life, uh-huh. the more I see that, uh, I don't, it, it's, it's so strange because it's just so strange that something like this was used to harm people. Yeah. And like, right. it's just unfathomable to me yeah. at this point yeah. where like, as I'm going into it yeah. and I become upset and angry at it too yeah so like it's it's strange to be so in love with something that you're also so royally pissed off at yeah and i feel defensive for myself i feel defensive for other people and you're right right, there is these strange structures about it that make it difficult to share because uh you know it's something that if it's harmed you that is not my intention to make other people have to relive something like that or feel like you know, when you say something like that, there are associations that come with you about things. Right. And I don't know how to tell people that whatever you think or, like, whatever your presuppositions are yeah. about, like, what I believe or, like, how I see things, that's not true just because someone thinks that. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that. You know, yeah. I just... Uh, I You're right. It does feel kind of defensive sometimes yeah. because I don't know how to tell... That could also be me sometimes because I fuck with you and, like, I know your buttons and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, even earlier, like, when I was like, well, I don't see God as him, but, like, that's fine. You can call him him. Like, I know that that... 
I know that you're strong enough to like have that conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm sure like there are other aspects of just if it wasn't me, if somebody else came at you and said the same thing, like you would still respond the same way, but I do feel like you might have like internally like more mm-hmm. like difficult feelings on yeah, that. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, like, it makes you quite kind of question things. It's yeah. like you're right, why do I see it this way? Right. And am I wrong for seeing it this way? Or it, right. not, not, you know, obviously not. There's no right or wrong. Right. No one should be making you wrong about it. But also, yeah, I just think maybe that I could enjoy, be something that could be mm-hmm. explored more is like the, the defensiveness around your spiritual place right now. Because it's real meta. It's real complicated. Yeah. And I, I have a lot. It's so complicated. Because we were talking about this earlier. We were like, well, you talk a lot about astrology and I love astrology. Yeah. And I think that it's easy to talk yeah. about. I have a ton of these ideas to talk about, but they're so uh, they're just kind of layered. Yeah. Like my big ideas yeah. about things. And they're layered inside of uh, cultural conditionings that are hard to talk about. Right. Yeah. So like if I wanted to talk about something like like the concept of grace. Okay. Right from the universe. Yeah. There there are so many different avenues that yeah. you could take. Yeah, there's a lot of privilege and, uh, in that conversation yeah. that would have to be explored, which is difficult. There's a lot of not like that, I love that. I don't I think love that, that we're not capable of talking no. about those things. I know but, what you mean. I know what you mean. It, it, that's not this isn't the tech this isn't the space all the time for those. Like mm-hmm. every once in a while we're we'll dig deep and talk talk more meta. Um, but I feel like this is mostly a space for us to be trolls, <laughs> to you know, like for us to be the most spiritual witchy trolls that we can be. And that's, that's, mm-hmm. I like I'm that seeing that card as like learning when it's time to, uh, explore topics and when it's time to like, when it's time to like beat back the fear of mm-hmm. what I want to talk about and express right. and see what other people are thinking. Yeah. And then also know when it's time to step back and yeah, do something normal. <laughs> <laughs> random so normal <laughs> cool well that's fun love that for you love that for me uh you know that that card really resonates cool i love that because it flew out of the deck <laughs> <laughs> so there was no stopping her i haven't picked up the cesarebito tarot in a while and i fucking love this deck um i was watching an anya orga video yesterday and okay. she was talking about something that i found interesting uh, she was saying that when she read tarot for others consistently, yeah, she consistently read cards for herself a lot more. And she, said, I agree. And she said when she stopped reading for others, yeah, she said her tarot practice not like dried up, but uh, became much less involved. I find that well, so true for me. When I was yeah. reading for other people all the time, yeah, I was always pulling cards for myself. And then now, yeah. ever since I stopped doing that, I, I play with like my cards every day and like look at them. But it's much less involved than it used to be. So mine is like half and half with that. I don't find myself pulling big spreads for myself as often or like doing spreads for myself. But I've always They're stayed so involved. I've always stayed consistent with daily draws or stuff like that. I did. Um, and I don't know if it was because I was like doing more or less or whatever like I did take this year off from a year ahead spread for myself and focusing on a monthly card every month because it just didn't feel right for myself turns out there was a pandemic and probably the best best thing like I I just think I wasn't mentally emotionally ready to deep dive (laughs) into tarot cards like I, I just feel like I wasn't I wasn't 
maybe intuitively I kind of sensed that it wasn't the year to do that. And I did pull a year ahead spread for myself for this this 2021. So I'm excited. I pulled one for December too, just because um, it was like the beginning of December. I was like, I'll do a year ahead spread and plus December just to like What kick was it December off. again? Uh, Emperor. And I was like really confused by that. And then I know why it was the Emperor card. Um, and maybe I like shouldn't like, I don't, I ended, I, <laughs> you know, what's so funny? Like I see the emperor and the empress as like daddy and mommy kind of thing as well Two as sides so of many, coin. so many things. But for some reason, when I see the emperor card, I literally see my dad. Like there are things in there where I'm like, there's issues with like that arise with the emperor card that I see from a father figure kind of thing. And um, I unexpectedly uh, spent a few hours with my father this month. And did you really? Uh, did you really? I, I yeah. didn't hear nothing about this. Yeah, because it's not something that like I put outward and mm -hmm. we're not going to go any more into it. But yeah. like, yeah, I'll tell you after the podcast. But like, it was just something that wasn't planned at all and ended up happening. And it was fine. Like, it was, mm -hmm. it was fine. It just... I feel like it opened up a lot of things that I wasn't yeah. planning on big emperor dealing energy. with or like expressing or like it felt as though there was like a wound that I had like bandaged Oops. in Neosporin. Wait, what did you get I, for like, January? Queen of fucking swords, bitch. <laughs> I'm back. She's back, bitches. She's back. Although I did pull a lot of concerning cards for the year. So... Wait, hold on. But just one more question. Okay. What did you get for February? I would have to look again. I don't know why. You don't remember. Why? I want to know like what the lead up to things are. Is. Uh, I'll literally go get my year ahead spread. And go just get tell it. You oh, okay. <laughs> but like I haven't done that in a year and I feel like... I forgot that you didn't do it last year because there was one year where you were like making a video every month about your and monthly I cards. I felt like that was such a cool part of my spirituality and my practice, not only as a tarot reader, but as tarot a content learner, creator. a content creator, and also just like spirituality wise, it's interesting to focus on one card if you use tarot or even if you don't use tarot, you can literally do it with Oracle as well. Um, I pull an oracle card and a tarot card for every month and picking the deck that I use for oracle has always been um, a big deal and I've only used two decks and I actually went back to use the sacred craters um, again just because I'm like feeling I was feeling this pull of like it's time for me to be inspired again you're just cheating and you're just looking okay I have some yeah. concerning fucking cards this year <laughs> And I'm ready. Um, so January is the Queen of Swords. I'm mm -hmm. not going to tell you the Oracle cards for this, but that's fine. Um, January is the Queen of Swords. February is the Eight of Cups reversed. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of already know what that's going to be about. Um, I don't. I, yeah. It's March. March is Nine of Cups. That's really that's promising. That's really promising, especially coming out of the month before with Eight of Cups reversed. Um, for anyone listening, I definitely use reversals. So if you do this for yourself, you don't need to use reversals. Also, if anyone is interested, I have available on my website right now. I just opened more up since we got back home yesterday. Um, your head spread readings where I will pull your cards and interpret them for you for the year to come. And I do, it's 24 cards. So I do, actually it's 
25 cards because I'll do a tarot card and oracle card for each month. Um, but most of the time the oracle is a color card and then I will pull like an overall yearly oracle card. So if you guys are interested and you don't know how to do that or you want me to do it for you, shameless plug. Um, I really like doing those readings. Anyways, April is 10 of swords reversed. Love Ooh. that for May. Um, May, which is my birthday month, is the world card. Oh. I'm very excited about that one. That one's very promising. June is the three of swords reversed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is the reason why I shied away from doing your head spreads. Because I'm like, I don't want to do the shadow work. I just want all the star cards. Just give me all I the just, aces. I just want the sun 12 times. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so July is the ace of cups. So I'm, oh. I'm going from the three of swords to the ace. It's literally every other month is like... It's jumping... Doom and gloom, yeah, and then Ace of Cups to Four of Wands reversed. Oh, and then September is the Knight of Cups, and then October is the Knight of Swords reversed. Oh, and then November is Death, (laughs) and then December is the Magician reversed. So that is really something. It's a really eclectic, interesting year. You got some court cards, aces. Um, actually, I literally only have swords and cups. There's no other... And no pentacles. No pentacles. Not even in the fucking court cards. Bitch, you're gonna be broke. The court cards are... <laughs> oh, wait, no. Four of wands. I lied. There's one wands. It's four of wands reversed. But no pentacles. But the other year head spreads I did, it was like very pentacles he- heavy, and mm-hmm. that's when I was broke. So I'm actually oh, maybe you'll be rich. that I'm like, got my shit together now, and it's more of other work. I need to do more emotional and mental work yeah but this month bitch queen of fucking swords she's ready to live stream nice she's ready to open up witchy book club again i think i think i don't know i don't know don't tease the people like that. This, <laughs> you've been teasing the opening for what I know. six months now i know because i i just i can't i couldn't commit to it and i want to really bad so that's the tea. That's the tea. That's my tea. My year head spread is the tea. What's the tea? Spill the tea. Um, just Here, the, I'll do the bell. Just You're the Anya Orga video I watched was really good. Um, that tea. That was tea because it was good. The tea is that you like to let God Daddy spoon you to bed. I do like God to spoon me. Well, it's more like a um, like an envelopment. Totally. Let me, let me just check real fast and see if there's any tea. I'm just checking so fast. Do you do your head spread ever? Have you ever done that? Never. Why wouldn't you? I think it's a fun thing. I think it's a fun exercise. I psych myself out when it comes to certain guesses that I have, like certain associations I have with certain cards, and I will accidentally manifest bad things. What? That's such a load of horseshit. I know, but, but also... Like let's say this is this is the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say for March I had pulled the tower. Okay. I would have psyched myself out so bad about what that would have meant okay. that I wouldn't have been able to function. So what if you pulled it at the end of the month as like a recap for the month? That I'm totally fine with. Like I don't pull a card at the beginning of the day. I always pull it at the end to reflect on. So what happens when you're pulling cards for yourself and you pull the tower card? Like if it's a reflection card and I know that it's in the past. Okay, but what if it's in the future? Or what if it's just in general? 
and you're like, I had such a good day today. I just really want to pull some cards for myself. And, I get the, and the position is like you in the now or like what's going on with you. And you pull the tower and then like what the happens? blood leaves my face. Yeah, like I don't understand that <laughs> no, I mean, concept I, I, I like understand. as a reader. Like, like I, I, I understand the nuance of the tower. I understand right. that there is a lot more to it than just so what would you like what would you interpret in that instance like you would just be like oh my god everything it, would was actually it shit as like fundamental sh- especially if it was something i hadn't foreseen like let's say i was reflecting on like uh-huh. how i am in the now and i had such a good day and i got the tower yeah. i'd say wow i must have had a really seismic shift today that i didn't even realize or like something must have happened outside of my awareness or so why if you're able to, I'm just testing you right now because mm-hmm. maybe you don't know the answers to this or maybe you haven't thought about this in this way. Why are you able to do that for a reflective or a present mm-hmm. interpretation and not a, a forward moving or a... Well, I haven't finished learning how to walk in the dark by Barbara Taylor Brown yet. <laughs> Very, okay, all right. Well, that's a good... <laughs> you need Duh. her. You need her. <laughs> so once I'm done with that, I'll report back. I mean, I see what you're saying, and you're yeah. right. I can logically come up with things that I know are true. You could be like, "Wow, I'm so excited." I can Apparently, be like, I'm so excited. this things month, are changing. this month, I'm gonna go through like a life-altering shift that's just gonna change everything for me, and this is gonna like open up to like, my, why? Mm, why are you? My able assumptions to do that? always that like a comet is coming for me and the, <laughs> the seismic shift is that i'll no longer be here <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right well speaking of which, speaking of which <laughs> thanks thank for listening our yeah thanks so much for listening to this episode if you enjoy this episode and you would like to support our podcast you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the platform you're listening to this on um, and we want to take a second to thank our supporters. I want to thank Miranda O, Rebecca PK, Kate B, SG, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, Jennifer L, Alyssa S, Jesse H, Amy F, Phil K, Lindsay M, Teresa D, Dominic B, Julie C, David B, Melanie W. Thank you all so, so much for supporting the podcast financially. If you can't support the podcast financially and you want to help us, you can share it. You know what else we don't ever ask people to do? And I'm sure that a lot of people would if they thought about it. If you could rate us on Apple or Google Podcasts or whatever that is. Yes. Like give our give our podcast a rating somehow on the on the platform that you're listening to it on. That is specifically five stars um only if you're gonna give us five stars (laughs) give us five stars um that really helps us as well and we don't really talk about that a lot so if you can't do it financially or you don't want to but you want to do something leave us a nice um, review leave us a nice review and Mm -hmm. that will help us tremendously but thank you so much for the people who do support us financially every month we love you thank you thank you so much um yeah that's it, I think. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everyone that, that listens. That is the end. Thank we, you so much for experiencing 2020 with us, we by the way. We love this podcast so much. Like, even on weeks where we're like, oh, it's time to do the podcast. Like, oh, great. We sit down. Like, we always still have a good, a time, good time. And I feel like this is, like, one of my favorite rituals that I have in my spirituality. It's just, like, shooting the shit with you. Monday is Dragging time to you, think. bullying Monday you. Monday is time to think about things. Yeah, it is. And laugh. All right. We love you guys very much. Have a good week. See you next Bye. Monday. Bye.